are Unseen Artists, and we are giving the stage to underrepresented voices. I'm Courtney. And I'm Noelle. And today we are talking about Mean Girls the Musical. It was written by Tina Fey, of course. Yes, Queen. Music by Jeff Richmond and lyrics by Nell Benjamin. It premiered in Washington, D.C. in October of 2017. It landed on Broadway in April of 2018 at the August Wilson Theater. And due to the worldwide pandemic, ended on March 11th of 2020. For the stage show, it was directed by Casey Nicolaw and produced by Stuart Thompson and Lorne Michaels. And I always forget that, that he is involved in the show. (laughs) Um, And just a fun fact for those of you in my life, the national tour began in Buffalo at Shea Theater, where one of my best friends works. So she actually got to see the national tour and she loved it. So good times. Ooh. I just have to say that it very much upsets me that the show started in Washington, D.C. on October 31st and not October 3rd. They should have changed Even though the year before, in 2016, they made a point to announce it on October 3rd that it was coming out the next year. A year in advance, they couldn't plan to have it come yeah. out on October 3rd in 2017. I yeah. know. Mean Girls Day. No, I agree. Um, quick anecdote, actually. Sure. When I was working on six, we did not have our one year like anniversary, one year opening. So our first like opening night was October 3rd of uh six originally. And so they didn't celebrate that as opening night. They celebrated first preview as like the anniversary because they knew that they would be buried in like the social media sphere sure because of mean girls day trying to say like yay happy one year on broadway or whatever yeah it was funny i was like you're smart yeah there's new news that comes out about mean girls every year on october 3rd new news i left i left my crazy ex on october 3rd mean girl day they renamed a street in New York one time for Mean Girls Day. I don't remember which street or where it's at, but it's somewhere in New York. We'll look more into that. <laughs> but it's um, um yeah. it's an icon. It is an icon. It's a cultural cu- cultural icon. Yes. And on that note, what did you know about the musical before seeing the musical? Well, I had obviously seen the movie about eight thousand times. I feel like at this point, even if you're not. A millennial like the number of times that mean girls has just been on television it, you have to try to not have seen mean girls at this point right like <laughs> it's always on so everybody knows it and then the only thing that i knew actually another fun fact what mm-hmm. i knew about mean girls the musical when it was coming or i'm sorry when it opened on broadway was that a guy that went to my high school was in it he did not go to the school when I was there. He is much Mm. younger than me. (laughs) But he went went to my same high school. And so my friend Emily, Emily, who I like to just assume she's going to listen to us. She better be listening. She will. Emily, if you know (laughs) who I'm talking about, 
which many of many people will know what Emily I'm talking about. Better call her right now and ask her if she's listening. Anyway, my friend Emily told me (laughs) my friend Emily, who was also younger than me in high school, went to school with him at the same time. Um, And he played Aaron Samuels. Love that for him. Kyle. Kyle Selig went to APA to beach high school and so did i just years apart <laughs> so that's the you're, that's your fun fact for those of you who cannot see us or just listening she's not 95 years old <laughs> so uh it's no, not I that many years apart okay i graduated <laughs> in 2008 it's fine i think he graduated in 2012 right so that's not that many years apart but that's fine that's or... fine yeah actually probably later than that maybe 2014 but yeah well i didn't know anything about the musical itself i also had seen the movie about eight thousand times and of course could quote it for you probably still to this day even though i probably haven't watched it in two years or more but i did see the year it came out was the year i was still living back home and i always watched the macy's thanksgiving day parade and they had a performance from the mean girls cast And I watched it and that was the first notice I had of it. Yeah. So that was my pre-seeing it thoughts. So how did you feel after you saw it? Anything that stuck out to you? Well, Mean Girls on Broadway was the last show that I saw before COVID. I took myself to see it. I took myself on a me date and I went to see it because I was like, it'll be cute. Like there are so many musicals that have been made from movies that are just like they're fun and they're cute and I always thought you know it's a great movie like I love it it's not winning into intellectual (laughs) you know like overly intellectual or anything like that but it's like you know it's fun and it's always good to watch and it's very clever and witty and so I was like oh I bet it'll be really cute and so I figured I would enjoy it I didn't expect to have like my mind blown or anything like that but I was like Tina Fey wrote it she's funny um and she was in the movie and so I I knew it would be clever and funny and so yeah I was just like yeah I know I'll enjoy it I want to go see it So I went and I was blown away. It is so well done. I love a good stage choreography. Yes, dancing choreography, but like really good staging from scene to scene. Using props and stuff too. It's my jam. Like it is my favorite thing when everything very seamlessly moves from scene to scene to scene. And this is coming from somebody who stage managed a bunch of shows growing up and like had full on you know, minute long scene changes where I'm like going and I'm moving everything as quickly as possible so that people don't get bored as they're sitting there when the lights are low and they're watching me run around in my, in my blacks and like changing the set. And so you don't really have scene changes, which like, that's kind of a more common thing now anyway, especially with a lot of musicals is that they sort of uh, transition into the next scene a lot more than like a lot of traditional musicals did like everything's on wheels and it's all moved by the actors and it's so well choreographed like I was just I was surprised at how well it was put together you get all of the iconic lines and those moments that you're expecting from having watched the movie like all of those big things the October 3rd and um I'm a mouse duh like all these things that you know and then 
it just, uh, it just worked so well on the stage. Like I did not expect to enjoy it nearly as much as I did. And so that is kind of wild. Yeah. I also went in with different expectations than I came out with, but I think I had extremely high expectations for it because (laughs) I knew that Tina Fey was involved and I love music. (laughs) So I was like, real they were gonna have all these musical numbers and i saw it i also took myself out on a me date i think it was the first lottery ticket i won which is very fun and exciting and this is one of the shows that i like actually talked to people at that i went with like i went by myself and then made a friend oh that's cute it was very cute and i liked the way the scenes were set up for like i got there and i was like this is very cool like the like i think they had like projections it's been a few years since i've seen it because it was 2018 2019 when i saw it but there were like projections and stuff. And I was like, this looks really cool. I'm really excited. I'm really into it. And then the music fell flat for me. <gasps> oh, no. I know. I know. I agree 100%. The choreography, the scene changes, everything being on wheels. I loved that. They could just like spin things on wheels all day. And I would never stop watching it because I thought that that was really well done. And I think some of the casting was off when I saw it. I didn't really love all of the parts that I saw, but I don't think the characters themselves were not well-written. I think it was the performance I saw specifically. So I really want to see it again, whether it be on national tour, whether it come back off Broadway, whatever, but like, because I did have such high, high expectations. And then since then I've listened to the music on like Spotify and Apple music and tried to like, just try to get into it because so many people love these songs they just adore them and i I just sing through the entire album let's and that's sing through the entire album right yes let's we'll be here for (laughs) 53 more minutes singing the album but yeah so like i don't know what it was and i don't know if it was the time i saw it if i just didn't have like i i've always liked broadway when i saw it but this was like the third show i saw on broadway And so I don't know if I didn't have the appreciation or the going into it as I do now. And the excitement that I have going into it now is whereas my excitement was coming from this is Mean Girls instead of my excitement coming from this is Broadway. And I can't wait to see this production. And so what did you see? Sorry to interrupt you, but what did you see before you saw Mean Girls? I saw Aladdin. I saw Waitress and I saw Lion King off Broadway. Interesting. Okay. I was just curious. Yeah. And so. It's very different production. I have not yes. I have not seen Aladdin yet, but it is a very different production than those productions. Although I would it is. probably put it on par, if not above the quality of Waitress. I personally like Waitress better as a story in the music base, but I would say the onstage production, they definitely have more going on in Mean Girls. And it's more like choreographed and coordinated. And I, I definitely think well. that's true. That whole um, ensemble really makes it. Yes. Yeah. The grand. Yeah, and so I think everyone is incredibly talented. I just think when I saw it, I just, it just didn't hit me right. So I do well, want to give I it another think, go. I think that's an interesting thing to, to bring up or to look at because with something like Mean Girls, it really is this cultural icon. Right. And so I think that a lot of people have really high expectations for it. Mm-hmm. I, as a long time theater goer and I just sort of expected it to be cute 
I don't know. I didn't expect yeah. it to be like at the level of like so many other shows that I've seen. Sure. And so I think that expectations really make a big difference when I you're walking so. into something because um, I've had that in plenty of movies. I've had that with books. Mm-hmm. Like if you're telling me how amazing me it's going to be and there's all this hype and then I go into it and I'm like, well, it's fine. Yeah. You know, that's a that's a big difference. And that's, um, I think and that's what happened with Mean Girls. Yeah. yeah. And it's the same thing that happened to me with Frozen because I had seen Aladdin and Lion King. I saw Lion King. Maybe I'd only seen it off Broadway at that time, but I saw it off Broadway in New Orleans and I had seen Aladdin and then I would see Frozen and I was like, this is fine. And like everyone else that I've heard it from, they're like, oh my gosh, that's such a great production. I really love it. It's one of my favorite Disney ones. And I'm like, missed the mark for me. And like another one, I think I should give it another try. And so I think now that I've managed my expectations, I would enjoy Mean Girls a lot more than I did the first time around, but I also have an idea of what I'm going in with. So I have definitely learned in going to theater just in general is it's better to have like, I don't want to say lower expectations (laughs) because that's not really what I mean, but like to not have high expectations, Mm -hmm. just sort of like be more neutral and let it create its own expectations for you essentially because you don't want to put too much pressure on anything especially because there's so many like ideas and 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 parts that you're putting together you have you know the original vision and you have this director's vision and you have the way that the actors are you know putting it together and you have the costumers and whatever you have Mm -hmm. all of these different pieces that come together um and so if you have like very specific ideas on one thing if that is off then yeah like from what you were expecting then it can throw the whole thing And I think that's one that show has been one thing that's helped me change my approach to Broadway because I try to go in now, like if it's a musical, I don't listen to the music before I go to the show because I want to go in blind. And I know that some people prefer it the other way, but I just like to go in blind. And I know like, like I went and saw Shucked last week, this week. Oh my gosh, it's been a long week. (laughs) I saw Shucked (laughs) this week and a month ago this week, yesterday. didn't even know it was a musical I knew the cast so I had high expectations for their skills but I didn't know anything about the show per se and I just went in and it is so funny and like the music like blew my socks off like I just (laughs) had the best time and I'm like I wish that I were able to go into like that mindset into Mean Girls because I feel like it's still I mean it may not have been the best show I ever saw so like Probably it wouldn't have been my like number one or number two, but I think I would have enjoyed it a lot more had I approached well, it that way. And that's the thing too. Like I loved Mean Girls. Like I'm really glad that it was the last show that I saw before mm-hmm. the lockdown happened. Like I really, really enjoyed it. And it really, you know, went way above my expectations. And so that was really nice. But it's also like, it's not anywhere near my favorite musical. <laughs> Like, right. it's not anywhere right, near course. my favorite score, but I really, really enjoyed it. It's the same thing. You know, there's there's a lot of shows that, like, you just enjoy. And I think that Mean Girls is one of those. Like, it is a fun show to go see. It's a yeah. fun movie to watch. Yeah, it's a really fun show. It's a really fun movie. It's not going to you know, win the Nobel Prize. It's not going to change your viewpoint on didn't. anything. It didn't win any Tonys. It got nominated for quite a few and it did win some other awards. Which is, I mean, I would have to go back and look at what it was up against in that year. 
but I right. think that it could, it would have deserved winning something. Again, I think the staging was great. I think, and you know how I feel about projections. I do. I do know how you feel about projections. And I think that the projections were used so well in that show. So yeah, it's just, I don't know. I think it's one of those things where like it hits our generation really well. It's Mm -hmm. very millennial. Um, And it was like, I remember even when I, so it came out in 2017, it went to Broadway, April, 2018. I moved here in 2018. And I remember even into like mid 2019, it was always talked about like and Hamilton was out people were talking about Hamilton still but I also always heard about Mean Girls when people brought up Broadway it's like it was very well revered like by the rest of the world and I think it makes a difference that like Tina Fey wrote it you know absolutely yeah yeah I and, um, it. so now the moment you've all been waiting for we're gonna talk adaptations <laughs> I know we have uh, brought that up in probably every episode so far I know specifically last week's we did, but this musical slash film slash book slash new film has been through the ringer and really has been pretty successful around the, around the block. So it started out in 2002, which was only two years before the movie. There was a nonfiction book called queen bees and wannabes by Rosalind Wiseman, which is where Tina Fey and other creative groups for the movie Got creators. their creators, thank you. Got their ideas and based the original Mean Girls film from 2004 off of. And then, which is wild to me. I did not realize that it was based off of a book, nor did I realize it was based off of a nonfiction book. Right. Yeah. I also didn't know. I was like looking it up to be like, what are some facts I need to make sure to include about the creators of the show? And they were like, here's the book it was based off. I was like, okay, that's. That is an important one. Yeah. And so then it was another 2004. It was 12 years later. It was announced to come out as a musical, which was shocking to the world because <laughs> I would not have expected a musical 12 years later. And then it well, came out in 2017. You have to. Yeah. It it made sense to me, but that's I mean, a whole other thing. In hindsight, it makes sense. But if you would have asked me in like, say, 2005, if I thought there was going to be a Mean Girls. Okay. Maybe 2007. Because 2005, <laughs> like, yes, everything Mean Girls is coming out forever. But if you asked me, like, a few years removed, I'd be like, nope, this is it. This is the one. It's the cultural phenomenon. It's the one we're all paying attention to. But now we have the musical that came out in 2017. And then more recently announced is the new film that Tina Fey is working on for Mean Girls, the musical, the movie. Well, it's such a hype now like we're in this time when we're taking all these movies and and that's been sort of like a long-running thing but it seems to be like really heightened this year where we're seeing a ton of stage musicals or stage plays based on movies um and then over the last few years of seeing i mean what what was it hairspray that was the first big one or maybe it was the producers no not the producers. i mean the producers was ages ago but it was before hairspray but hairspray was the or first the one that was like a movie modern. that they made a stage musical that they then made a movie musical mm-hmm. was tootsie the same way did tootsie have a sandwich or was tootsie two movies in a musical i think it was two movies in a musical Okay. I am not I super remember. familiar with Tootsie, so that's not a 
I'm not a good person. Got I, it. I didn't yeah. see it on Broadway either. I wanted to, but I didn't. Make I did. It. The cups of say, uh, getting tipsy at Tootsie. It's very cute. <laughs> That's cute. Yeah, yeah. It's, um, so there's definitely like a, when I heard that it came out, I wasn't surprised because we've been seeing that a lot. I was tentative about it because it's, you know, it's not always done well. Right. You take and and it's and speaking of hairspray, hairspray was done very well. We should we should do a hairspray episode. Uh absolutely can. But um okay. that'll be a thought for another day. But yes, uh, when I've seen the stage show. Oh, you haven't seen it on stage yet? I've okay. only seen the movie. We'll find the new it movie. somewhere and we'll see it. Okay. Sounds good. You haven't seen the original movie? Mm-mm. I didn't see theater before. Like the original recently. movie wasn't theater. It was a movie. I didn't see movies either until recently. <laughs> Great. Both of my podcasts are about things that I never watched until two years ago. But here we are. So well, <laughs> how I live my life. It yeah, it's interesting. I'm I have been very tentative watching what's happening for this new movie. And I'm mm-hmm. cautiously optimistic, you know. There has been a big I am too. push. There's been a big push in making musical movies recently, mm-hmm. and some of them have been really good, and some of them have not. So, but I think that Mean Girls has a good base because it's funny and it's witty, um, and I think that we're still in the same generation. Like, I mean, I'm in my 30s now, but. I was in high school when the first movie came out. And then, so that was one of the things that I wanted to see, you know, being here and being in grad school. And I was like, I want to see Mean Girls and that'll be fun. And so I'm definitely interested and it's getting curiouser and curiouser as they announce more people in it. I know. But well, I think it helps that the base of it is a lot of the same creators because we have Tina Fey and Tim Meadows still involved too. Which is nice. Which is not always the case because yeah. we're not going to talk about Harry Potter, but <laughs> the stage play is not on par with the movies as far but as neither plot is points the, are concerned. Neither is the book for the stage play. Well, yeah, the stage play is the book. Right. But the book itself doesn't line up to the other books. So. Well, right, I wasn't right. expecting the stage show to make big moves based on that. But that's what I'm saying. That is my yeah. that's my point. Because that's the script. Right. It's right. not it's not an adaptation based on like here's this and it's different. Based on a novel. Adapted. Yeah. Right. It was like here's the the script. Like it was made directly into a play and it was it's just not on par mm-hmm. plot wise with any of absolutely so we don't really have that issue to deal with here because we're still dealing with the same thing and it's done well i am a little bit like i don't know i have this theory i guess it's not a theory i have this concern about people who do the same part over and over and over again Mm -hmm. of it either being very stale because they've done it a bunch And so we've seen it a bunch and it's just like kind of phoning it in or it becomes like too over the top and like not funny. Mm -hmm. And so I am interested and a little bit 
worried about seeing Tina Fey do that same part again. Yeah. Because I think she was just dramatic enough in the original movie. Right. That I'm nervous she's going to be like too over the top in this movie. Because it's I been wonder 10 years. 20 years. It's been 20 years. I was about to oh say. Oh my God. I'm so old. Oh my God. Okay. You're 20. Oh, Jesus. Uh, yeah. So 20 years since she's mm-hmm. played that part last. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering if she's going to put a different spin on it. I'm wondering what new things we're going to get from the same thing with like Tim Meadows being the principal still. Like yeah. I'm wondering if they're keeping these roles because they're changing these roles. I know they're going to have the same outcome. I don't think they're going to be like the teacher that's on drugs, like that's theoretically on drugs yeah. to be switched to the teacher that's like a hippie. Like I don't think we're about to like change yeah, characters no, no, no. per se. But I think that there's some things that they could definitely do that I'm hoping and interested to see what's going to happen. Yeah, Um, there's a lot of stuff that can be done differently. That's just my thought process is like, is is it going to be done differently? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I wholeheartedly agree. But uh, aside from the characters that will be returning, we have an insane cast (laughs) That will be joining. I know this is yeah. your favorite thing to discuss, it seems. So would you like to say why you like how the cast has been handled? I'm so excited because Mean Girls is this like very satirical, sarcastic kind of movie about like stereotypes in high school, right? We see this so much, especially when there's movies involved and when there's, you know, the original Broadway cast or whatever. A lot of times, every time you see a revival or an adaptation, it's like, okay, whoever did that first, the person has to look exactly like that person. And so the big issue with that, that we've seen, you know, as we come forward now is like, okay, so we see all of these old golden age musicals. And it's like, okay, all the leads have to be white because we've only ever seen them as like these <laughs> these right. white, attractive, you know, people or conventionally attractive, I should say. Okay, but why? Like, there's no relevance to that. And we've already seen like how easy it is on Broadway, in Hollywood, everywhere to be like, oh yeah, this character's written, you know, with a more diverse ethnic background, but like this white person can pass and it's fine. But then for some reason, like we can't, we could can be like, no, Sandy in Greece always has to be blonde. Like, and it's like weird stuff that like gets focused on. So I'm yeah. really pumped looking at this movie that's coming out because I was a little bit nervous about it. Um, I was really excited when I saw the play get cast or the the stage musical get cast Mm -hmm. we had an asian actress playing gretchen and i was like that's awesome like we're looking at you know we're seeing a little bit more diversity in this and ashley park is going to be coming in and doing some Mm -hmm. kind of cameo in this movie and i'm super excited because she's amazing so Um, i didn't see her as gretchen i didn't realize that she was in mean girls because I saw she was one of the last shows I saw on Broadway before um, the pandemic hit. I saw her in Grand Horizons with Ben McKenzie, 
and it was a straight play not a musical and that was the first time I saw her and I was like she's really funny but also like this is kind of some serious roles stuff and she's doing a really good job and so I really liked her and she was I think the only one in the cast I hadn't heard of like it was a six-person cast and I knew everyone else but her I was like I'm gonna keep up with her and I like followed her social media and then I, of course, watched her in Emily in Paris, which is a train wreck of a show, but she is incredible in it. And then um, <laughs> I, know, I don't not about have that. anything nice to say about it. That's fine. <laughs> then I saw she was going to do a cameo because she had been Gretchen on the stage show. And I was like, that would have probably changed the way I felt. Just seeing her cast in that role probably would have changed the way I felt about the stage show because she is such an incredible like actor well and she's on that cast recording album and you can hear her uh she just has like such a beautiful voice um and so it's i was excited seeing her as you know one of the main parts because i'm like okay we as we've seen this year like this year was the first year that we're seeing you know uh, asian american actors getting oscars and And all these things that I'm like, it's 2023. Like, why is this the first time? I don't understand. I was like, great. This is amazing. We're seeing leads. And when I did my, uh, all of the statistics that I did for like my thesis, it was just wild to see like how all of the statistics change for like when you're seeing Broadway and, and what we have in, in the community. And anyway, so I was really excited to see her. And then as they're saying who's coming for these new characters i was like okay great like for the movie we're casting new people obviously they're looking for some younger people because as (laughs) the characters ages aren't changing but we are continuing to get older (laughs) as we continue on oh my gosh i'm so excited to see jaquel spivey um as me too i mean a gem and also, like, yes, gay black man. Thank you. I'm so ready. I love him so much. I it cannot wait. Perfect. I'm I'm so thrilled to see. I assume this is the result of Strange Loop because I did not know who he was before Strange Loop. But like, this was his first Strange Loop okay. was his first big thing out of out of college. That's what I thought. He just like blew up. Like oh, he's so talented and i am so thrilled for him so i was i was also very excited to see him as a cast member i'm Um, so excited for him and then avantika playing karen like i am probably never going to be able to stop raving about this because this is the first time that i've seen and please Mm. feel free to come at me if there are other things that i've missed because i want to check them out we're taking this like dumb blonde plastic bimbo type of character that we always see as like tall skinny blonde white character being played by an east asian actor and i'm so excited because mean girls the musical the movie is fucking doing it right like this is the way we should be casting stuff we shouldn't be looking Mm -hmm. at it and being like Oh, we can only have, like, we had, um, what's her face? Amanda Seyfried. And she's right. this tall, skinny white girl. And so we can only have tall, skinny white girls. Right. And like, we just, we see that so often. And so I am so excited to see these 
areas where we're kind of hitting it different, but with people who are just like so incredibly talented. Yeah. And that's like, like, I'm looking at these people and it'll be interesting to see what they look like in the movie because that'll, that'll make a difference because I have definitely seen in movies where they're like, oh, we need to, we cast somebody who doesn't look like that, but now I'm going to make you look like that. So we'll have to see sort of how it comes together. Yeah. I like that we're already coming from a place where it's like, okay, I'm not pulling only redheads in to play Katie because Mm -hmm. we had Lindsay Lohan and she was a redhead. And so now we can only have redheads. I like seeing the best people, somebody different and interesting. So I'm very excited to see Alil Cravalho as Janice Ian because that is a major difference from the original actor as well. And so I want to see what she's going to do with it. And I've only seen her in milder roles, I guess, because she was the one who did Moana and has done all the like soundtrack work for that and stuff as well. And so it's a lot milder of a role. So I'm very excited to see her break out into this different like acting scene as well. Well, yeah. And she's so gorgeous. Yeah. And it's interesting because there's this like idea this whole stereotype of how people should be and how they should look there's like the quote unquote dyke character that janice is like what a lesbian is supposed to look like as if all lesbians look the same right and she's not even a lesbian like that's the the best part is it is that she's not even a lesbian this whole stereotype from the beginning of like how she should look and she's like kind of emo and whatever so i'm interested to see kind of what they do with her but she's so conventionally pretty Mm -hmm. that Mm -hmm. um yeah it'll be very interesting it'll be interesting yeah i'm excited I'm yeah, really excited I'm, about this cast. I am also very excited. And I, I'm excited to see what they're going to do to shake it up a bit. Because being the third, like, iteration. pop, Yeah, like, third iteration in the pop culture movement. Because we have the original nonfiction book. But I wouldn't say it fits into the same kind of pop culture scene. <laughs> right. And doesn't have the same, like, visuals. And so, like, it'll be interesting to see the third, like, visual iteration of it. And see what they do to, like, shake things up. Also, I just have to say that it's so perfect that busy phillips who was like this beautiful 90s icon right is coming to be the mom you know regina's mom yeah and it's so like all of the people who grew up like watching this movie watching Dawson's Creek like all of that kind of stuff like this same generation who grew up like and got into the whole mean girls cultural phenomenon are gonna be so excited I'm excited she's amazing and also she's just an amazing human so that's I was gonna say I'm pretty much always excited to see Busy Phillips cast like I just I just expect that I'm gonna love whatever it is so I love her so much she's incredible Um, there is, yeah, there's nothing that I wouldn't watch her in. So that's yeah. fair. That's kind of some updates on the what's to come. Kind of what you can expect if you do catch Mean Girls. I believe they're still a national tour. It started 20, end of 21. I meant to look that up, but I didn't see an end date on it. So it's probably happening. Um, Yeah, it's still, I mean, it's still going. It's in Vegas. Yeah. It's in Florida. It'll be yeah. in this week. It's in Vegas. If you're in Vegas, it will not be this week when we release this episode in a month from now so uh <laughs> it'll probably be in a look it up florida 
when we announce this. <laughs> Let's see. Or, uh, yeah, no, because it's in Florida till end of May. So, yeah, it'll be somewhere in Florida um, when we release this. By the time this episode comes out. But, yeah, and so uh, on that note, what do you think that this stage show did for theater and or society? Well, I think that it definitely is a good example of taking a movie and putting it on stage because we haven't always seen that as being great i mean i don't know you know i never really agree with critics anyway i always think very differently than they do (laughs) and i know you know we've been seeing a bunch of movie stuff coming to broadway you know a lot of people didn't like almost famous although i also know a lot of people that loved almost famous so like It's one of those things where like things are moving, but then we saw like we're seeing a lot of like stage plays that started as musicals that are going into movies like Into the Woods that I feel like was not done very well as a movie. But then you have sort of the in-between ones like Les Mis because Les Mis is such an old book and it has been adapted to the stage and to film many times. And then the the musical or the operetta is really what it is, mm-hmm. has been, you know, on for a while. And they finally made that movie and it was OK. Yeah. I don't think it met the expectations that that you would have seeing the film or I'm sorry, seeing I don't think seeing the film met the expectations that you had from seeing it on stage. I think it was better on stage. See, I've only read the book. Yeah. And it and f- so when you're seeing it on stage and in the film, you're only getting a portion of the book. Right. Because it's a very a small long portion. book. It's a very long book. <laughs> like there's so many different, yeah. you know, and it, and it's hard because you can't always include everything. Yeah, yeah. it's it, it'll be interesting. But I think what we're seeing now is that we're taking this very stereotypical film or like a film that's built on stereotypes I should say sort of making fun of them and also like doing you know like calling them out and then also subverting them as we're seeing with the Broadway casting and with this new film casting so it'll be very interesting to see because that's I feel like we should be able to see stuff that represents art imitates life right so we should be able to see how things how things are and in our and i will say i think one of the things that i think mean girls has done for broadway is that due to its pop culture reception the fact that it was so beloved by our generation people that aren't into broadway would go to broadway to see mean girls and it could be an introduction to theater that some people need to like realize you know that that's a thing people enjoy and like you know like it can open up more doors to broadway that people wouldn't have expected i don't know i haven't done the research so i don't know if that's a true statement but based on the rest of the nostalgia projects that have come through i definitely think it's it's opened up a few more doors and like brought well i think i think not even necessarily broadway but like theater in general yeah because i have strong feelings about current broadway and it's exclusionary tactics but i do know that but just theater in general and you know that that's sort of my goal here anyway Mm -hmm. is to get more people who aren't necessarily yeah 
who aren't necessarily watching theater into theater, aren't close to theater, don't have the money for theater, all of that and having more access to it. So I do like the fact that we're sort of like merging these different medias, especially now with like musicals and stuff. And I love musicals. I also love musicals. Um, I also love a good, hard, dramatic stage play yeah. too. So, you know, people like what they like, but I just want, I, I want more people to be able to have access to the stories that we're trying yeah. to tell. So here's a theoretical question for moving oh, forward no. on Broadway. <laughs> no, you're going to yeah. love it. Probably. So <laughs> we are in post-Broadway Mean Girls the Musical, moving mm-hmm. into Mean Girls the Musical the movie. What do you think post-theater looks like? after the movie like 10 years down the road are we bringing mean girls back to watch off broadway do we continue our national tour do they do a revival where they revamp it do we change stereotypes that we're looking at that are different from the ones that we looked at before like what do you think happens in 10 years to mean girls that's such an interesting question because i feel like broadway specifically is changing so rapidly And it Mm -hmm. has to do with sort of who has the money and who's coming to see stuff. Um, And so that's a big factor. And, you know, we're seeing that on, you know, on Broadway now that it's it's not so much about the show as much as it is about the name. Yeah. They get the big people in the shows. And so, yeah, we're seeing people who are coming to see the people, not the show. And so that sort of puts everything a little bit out of whack because like my thought process is always like okay why are we doing this show like this show right now but then you see stuff where like yeah we had Sarah Jessica Parker and Matthew Broderick come and do Plaza Suite because they did it for charity and they really enjoyed doing it and they wanted to bring it to Broadway you know you see like little things like that we're definitely seeing a big push of like people I don't know if it's people wanting to do these shows like was Josh Groban like I really want to do Sweeney Todd or was it like I feel like he was. I want to do <laughs> Sweeney Todd and so Josh Groban wanted to do it and so we're doing it together like I don't know exactly where it's coming from because I'm not on that you know that side mm-hmm. of it but it's definitely a big people aren't like I really want to see Sweeney Todd they're like I want to see Josh Groban and Sweeney Todd I want to come see Ben Platt in Parade like I want to see who Sean Hayes in Goodnight Oscar people aren't like I'm banging down the door to see Goodnight Oscar versus like and Juliet I think a lot of people are coming they're they're going to see and Juliet because they want to see and Juliet they're coming to see some like it hot because they're interested to see that speaking of adaptations and I think Um, (laughs) to an extent even though it's evolved from where it started I think in the beginning people were seeing Moulin Rouge to see Moulin Rouge and I think that now that Aaron Tivet is you know what four more years into it than he was then people are coming to see him now as a name as well but a lot of those type of well if you know that you're going to know the song MJ if you know that you're going in to know the music which isn't getting as well reception as like Angelia and the others, they're going in because they don't need to know what the show's about if they know what the music is. You're not getting that same reception in stage plays because people are like, I don't know the story. There's no music that I get to know. And I don't know any of these people. That's unfortunate. Yeah. And so that's another 
thing too versus like musicals that are based off of something else versus like these jukebox musicals which have been sort of in and out um Mm -hmm. over time mama mia and uh, tommy and you know and all very different but it's or uh what's the one a beautiful noise um for neil diamond like people go and see it because they like neil diamond not because they're like i'm really curious america utopia this show you know yeah mr saturday night like you know whatever like okay these like i i mean that's a little bit different music bio based on a movie it's based yeah. on a movie. We're circling back to where we are anyway. Yeah. But like, <laughs> you know, people are coming to see stuff because they know it, I guess is my point. Mm-hmm. Or they're coming to because see stuff because, because of the people. We're not mm-hmm. seeing as much of like this new stuff. So it'll be very interesting to see like New York. New York is a new one. I'm really interested in seeing that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm very interested in that. Yeah. Shucked is new and different. And it's not like, so it'll, it'll be very interesting to see how things change over Broadway in the next little bit. But I think, I don't know. I think what Mean Girls does is it definitely brings a certain generation, our generation, and like below us because I think that Mean Girls still resonates with younger generations because nothing, what's changed in high school? I mean, I haven't been in high school in (laughs) 20 years, but... um, yikes but like what has changed like have clicks stopped happening like no no. people have cell phones now (laughs) as far as we've gotten from things that have happened things are still the same and so like did everybody wake up and they were like oh my god kumbaya like we're (laughs) all bffs like this is amazing everybody loves everybody like no there's still school shootings and like all this shit happening right i think that it's definitely bringing different perspectives in to like see things and i think it's keeping sort of I think it's keeping things relevant because like, again, clicks are still a big issue. And like, I'm glad that we are sort of breaking some barriers with this on like ethnicity and race and things. And hopefully, you know, we can have like, this is what I want to see. I want to see stories where like, you're seeing what is more representative of like a typical high school without having all of those the color of your skin and your religious background and all of those things that we've constantly had issues with and I'm sure we're still having issues with every day but like we're seeing more people which hopefully will help with the issues in a day-to-day aspect like we're seeing more people just regularly like it's not about that but we're seeing them living lives and so that sort of I think that that's what this is doing and that's really meaningful to me because that's what that's what I want yeah I we should be able to see authentic representation like absolutely that's what's important I agree and I am so thrilled about this movie and I would hesitate to bet that we would do some type of Patreon episode about it after it comes out. We haven't discussed it, but that feels like something we're going to do in the future. So um, we should have a watch party. We will have a watch party. We're going to have a watch party for Mean Girls, the the musical, the movie when it comes out. (laughs) Right. So when it comes out, 
everyone remind us that we're gonna have a watch party <laughs> please remind us because we will not remember tomorrow we will not remember <laughs> correct correct but it's fine do you have any final thoughts on mean girls mean girls the musical mean girls the musical the movie queen bees and wannabes um, well i kind of want to read the book now because i'm very interested but also part of me doesn't want to read the book because like i don't want to go back to high school right um right. i'm definitely interested to see because it was very relevant in 2004 mm-hmm. i'm interested to see if anything is different like the way they address certain things although i think yeah. a lot of it was pretty universal but i i'm, I'm wondering to I'm interested to see how they address like more current issues, right? 2023, 2024 issues, you know, as opposed to 2004, 20 years. Yeah. So that, that is what I'm most interested to see. I agree. I agree. I can't wait. And I think it's going to be an interesting time, no matter what happens, good or bad. It's going to be interesting. Unseen artists, Mm. mean girls, the musical, the movie watch party. Yeah, we're gonna put that on like a sticker and it'll be like seven oh. pages long because the longest I'm title. So ready. I'm gonna get a whole box of wine for that. Oh and a my goodness. tub of popcorn. I'm ready. <gasps> I'm gonna come to your house. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> okay. Um because yeah, so we don't actually know. go to movie theaters anymore, right? Like we okay, just watch things at home, right? Okay, I but I theaters. I can't remember the last time I went to a movie theater. I went to a movie theater. I think it's supposed to be maybe two months ago. I don't know what time is. It's definitely this year though. (laughs) Paramount Plus though, right? So we can just watch it at my house. Absolutely, and um, we'll make a party out of it with with all of you three people. Yes, I'm sure there'll be more than three people, but uh, (laughs) I have three friends, so I have at least three friends. Oh my god, that's six people. Wait, Ugh. are we counting each other as one of the friends? Ooh, I'll count my Hudson friends as my three friends. There's a few more than three of them. You're my fourth friend, so I'm your first friend. No, no, no. I met you after I met these other ones. So I have my three friends, and then there's you, right? Who is now your first friend? Yes. If yeah. Exactly. Right. Yes. Glad we're on the same Correct. page on that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and on that note. And uh, we love you all dearly. Do not fret. Thanks um, for listening to us. You can find us on social meds at Unseen Artist Org. Singular. Yes, correct. And you can email us info at Unseen Artists. Plural. Org. Yep. And uh, we'll be back for another one. And if you're confused. Time. So are we. Because we haven't picked out our next show yet. So see you <laughs> see for that one. Time. Bye. Bye.